the the question is not if you will experience hurtful words towards you. The question is when. And sometimes we find ourselves in a circle that repeats itself over and over and over again. And it seems like those hurtful words just don't stop. Hey, it's Rich, and welcome to our Thursday episode of Leading Your Church. Every Thursday, we take a few minutes and talk about how we need to renew our leadership. And sometimes renewing our leadership is renewing our heart as spiritual leaders, as pastors and ministry leaders, maybe elders or deacons. Uh, Maybe you are a group leader, uh, a Bible teacher in your church. Uh, We have to renew our spiritual heart consistently. Sometimes as we talk about renewing our leadership, we're talking about um, adjusting our leadership skills and growing uh, in a specific skill that can help us become a better leader. Today I want to talk about the idea of, of how do we overcome when someone uses hurtful words against us. The, the question is not if you will experience hurtful words towards you. The question is when. And sometimes we find ourselves in a circle that repeats itself over and over and over again. And it seems like those hurtful words just don't stop. We also find uh, that when we're in a situation where our church is on a decline or it's been plateaued for a period of time, and if you're the pastor or maybe you're one of the lay leaders, maybe you're a church staff member, and uh, you are experiencing the decline and the plateau, and it's, it's gone on for a period of a few years, it seems like the hurtful words become incredibly personal. It's not that the church can't grow. It's that the pastor can't lead the church to grow. The ministry leader, the staff member, the, the lay leaders can't lead the church to grow. And so what do we do when we have those hurtful words? Well, I want to give you four things to think about when you are faced with hurtful words. The first thing we need to know is that you can't control their words. You can't control uh, what they say. You can't control the tone in which they say them. And you cannot control the environment in which they're set in. But you can control your thoughts. Every time when we hear something that is even remotely close to negative, our human mind always jumps on the negative train. I had a friend of mine in a church that I served in Tennessee, and uh, they would joke about, here comes the negative train, and how quick and easy it is for people to jump on the negative train. And, And when people say hurtful words, our minds jump on this train, and it takes off going 90 to nothing. Uh, We think, we dwell, um, we um, almost just kind of stew on these words, and sometimes we can let a phrase eat us alive. And so I want to encourage you that um, while you can't control their words, you can control your thoughts. And so we need to be able to 
um, give our thoughts the things that are in our minds. That's why the scripture says that we need to renew our minds. Uh, we cannot let those thoughts linger. The second thing we need to think about or to process is that we never let those negative words from other people define who you are. It is so easy to let those negative thoughts seep into not just our minds, but in our hearts. And we can allow them to define who we are. And we begin to see ourselves as completely those words. It's easy to let a problem that's happened become more about a person problem than solving the problem. And so we cannot let these negative and hurtful words define who we are. First, we have to let Scripture define who we are. We are a child of the King. We are a son or daughter of the King. We have been adopted. We have been called. We have been equipped, Ephesians 2.10, and we have been sent. Now, this doesn't mean we're always going to, to do the right thing, and, and it doesn't mean we're always going to maximize our influence, and it may mean at times we handle something or we make a wrong decision, but we cannot let these hurtful words define who we are. One of the best things you can do, third, is talk about it with someone you trust. Now, you need to do this in a way that you don't become gossiping about them. But really, you are seeking counsel. You are seeking help to think and process what is being said so that you can bump up to number two and not let it define who you are. And number one, um, not let uh, or to be able to control your thoughts. This is where sometimes we need to even go see a trained counselor to help us process. It is so easy for us to think as pastors or church leaders or elders that um, we should be able to figure it all out on our own. That's just not true. It is okay not to be okay. It is not okay to pretend like everything's okay. There are times when we need to go see a trained counselor. I believe with all of my heart that every pastor needs a pastor. Every pastor needs someone who is there to tend and shepherd their heart. And so number three here is talk about it with someone you trust. This number four, the last one I want to give you today, just real quick. I think this is so true. This applies to many different scenarios, but re remember this. You are never as bad as they say. You know you know the, the they. Uh, the people will come and say, well, um, everybody thinks or they think, and you just don't even know who they is, but you are never as bad as they say say. On the flip side, you're never as good as they say. So we need to remember that um, we are never as bad as they say, and we're probably not as good as they say. And so it's important for us to understand that God has equipped us, God has called us, and God has sent us as church leaders, as pastors, to be shepherds of the flock. 
There are going to be some days where we get it absolutely right. There are going to be some days when it seems like the whole puzzle just syncs up together. And then there are going to be days when we make the wrong decision, when we lead in the wrong way, or when we handle something um, in a way that wasn't, uh, wasn't right or wasn't best, and we're going to have to back up. We're going to have to make another decision. I remember sitting in a leadership conference several years ago uh, in Atlanta, and I was listening to Dave Ramsey talk about leadership. And one of the things he said was, leadership, leaders make calls. Leaders make decisions. He said, you know what happens if you make the wrong one? He says, as leaders, all you have to do is back up and make another one. And so let's remember that um, when our leadership doesn't always measure up, it's okay to back up, to say and admit that we missed it, and to go at it again. You're never as bad as they say, but you're also probably not as good as they say. I don't want to ignore the fact that some of you are probably and have processed some incredibly hurtful words. I just want to pause there for a minute to let you know that Serving in the church can be incredibly painful. You would think it, it wouldn't be that way. I mean, we're the, the body of Christ. But pastors and church leaders and even lay leaders have been on the wrong end of hurtful words. It's real. And so I want to encourage you to... Keep your eyes focused on God. Get the appropriate help that you need. And hold on to your identity in Christ and your calling for ministry. So I hope that um, if you are processing right now some hurtful words, I hope that you're able to go before our Heavenly Father. You're able to just kneel at His feet you're able to reach out your hands and cry out, Abba, Father, Father, and communicate your heart to Him. And I hope that uh, the Holy Spirit is able to wrap uh, His arms around you, to comfort you, to strengthen you, and equip you um, with the things that you need to get up and under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, lead forward. I found that sometimes when those hurtful words come, the best thing I can do is, is just get to sleep. And then the next morning, I'm able to um, overcome whatever pain had been inflicted and get my eyes focused back on the work and the, the calling in front of me and get back about my father's business. So thanks for listening to Leading Your Church. I would encourage you to uh, leave a rating, maybe a comment below. Um, share this podcast with other people. I really do believe that God wants us to lead our churches forward, that we can help our churches overcome plateau and decline. Can't wait to see you next Tuesday for another episode of Leading Your Church.